From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. The Beethoven Festival of Park City is celebrating its 30th anniversary season this year, and congratulations go to the co-directors Leslie and Russell Harlow. They're here with us today, often here to play today on the sidelines, cheering, and they've brought some wonderful musicians. Highway 89, we have benefited over the years from all the great international musicians they bring here to Utah. One of the ensembles in town for the festival's gala concerts is the Dali String Quartet of Philadelphia. This is a tremendous group, so much talent here, and one that we have been looking forward to having in the studio for weeks because they play so well, and they've chosen some really wonderful repertoire. The quartet plays all the classical romantic music we love, but in addition, they also include South American compositions. So in one group, we'll have a musical fusion of both North and South hemispheres. A warm welcome to the quartet's four musicians today, Adriana Linares, viola, cellist Jesus Morales, and uh, violinist Simon Goyo and Carlos Rubio. The Dali Quartet travels all over the U.S. performing, teaching master classes. They're also the resident ensemble of the Black Pearl Chamber Orchestra. We'll talk with them in a minute, but first, a number via Venezuelan composer Efrain Amaya will listen to Angelica. Thank you. 
Efraín Amaya's Angelica, performed live by the musicians of the Dali Quartet. This is Highway 89. I wish you could have seen the cutoff here as everyone's bow came up at the same moment. It was very dramatic. I wanted to applaud. Adriana Linares, you're the violist. Thank you for coming with your quartet today. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. And how long has this quartet been in existence? Since 2004. Uh, for for 10 years. Wonderful. We are so lucky to have you. And what great repertoire. Do you find that American audiences are familiar at all with uh, string quartet music from South America? Not that much, actually. We always get this reaction of, I love your Beethoven, but your Latin music was fantastic. So it's, it's very surprising when we bring this to the concerts, and they love everything we do, but they really seem to be surprised by all the variety and, and re- on repertoire of Latin American that we bring. Yeah, the piece we just heard, that's new to me, and... Beautiful. Thank so you. So <laughs> much fun to listen to. You also do Beethoven. We're going to be hearing Beethoven in a, in a minute, the, what we would think of as the classics. So you really fuse that together. Is, do you think that's part of the appeal of your quartet? That is the mission. One of the missions of the Dali Quartet is to mix repertoire, to bring new music to audiences and to excite them not only about Beethoven and Mozart, but also where we came from, which is South America. So introducing new music from South America or old, I mean, to 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 audiences. So it is part of our mission. Well, I know you do master classes, you do workshops, and I know people say that they have an interactive workshop. Sometimes that means I'll turn and say, does anyone know who Beethoven was? That's not interactive. What you do is, I've I've seen you on YouTube pulling kids up and saying, this is how you do salsa, (laughs) and the whole audience is, and then you play a piece. Have you, does that just come naturally to you to be comfortable on stage and get everybody dancing? Well, I think, you know, one of the beauties of playing music is that you get to combine a lot of the talents or uh, passions that you have. And one of my passions was always performing and children and also education. So I think it's I'm lucky in that sense that by bringing these workshops and educational concerts, I get to combine sort of everything that I like from the moment of designing the programs to actually executing them and interacting with the children. Well, I love it that young string players in the U.S. are, they don't, don't probably get lots of tango experience. <laughs> so that's a great thing. And uh, if, if people attend uh, your workshops, did you ever have something like this growing up? Sort of, sort of. I mean, we, I grew up in a private school in Venezuela where we, we did a lot of the playing, but not so much, um, I mean, a little bit. It, it, the, through El Sistema, I, I remember attending some of the interactive concerts in Teresa Carreño Theater, but not that much. We were already very, very inclined to the classical music. Our director was a, a fan of Mozart and Beethoven, and that's what we grew up with. Combining the Latin American music was not really something... That, that we did as we, you know, grew up, unless it was at the house. Then you would dance and you would go to parties and you would do salsa outside of the, the practice <laughs> okay, room. So I have to ask, I saw you on YouTube, but how are these guys at dancing, the guys in the quartet? Okay, I have to say, they're pretty good. Okay. Simon is the best. <laughs> Jesus is second. Carlos does pretty well, but he doesn't like the salsa. He likes merengue only. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let you take your place. We are going to hear some Beethoven now. We'll hear String Quartet in G Major. This is Opus 18, number two. We'll hear the Scherzo Allegro by Ludwig van Beethoven from the Dali Quartet. Thank you. 
Dali Quartet performing music from Beethoven's String Quartet in G Major. That's Opus 18, number two. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Talking now with first violinist of the quartet, Simon Goyo. He's also the founder and artistic director of the internationally renowned Festival y Academia del Nuevo Mundo. Simon, thank you for being with us thank today. In, in a big orchestra, the concertmaster, the first violinist, kind of has special responsibilities. Is it like that in a quartet? Is someone the conductor, or is it just everyone playing together? Uh, of course, our responsibilities are huge responsibility because we have very often the theme. Uh, we have to lead the tempos and, uh, and of course, the color of the quartet. But in our quartet, we try to work as a community. <laughs> we are from Latin America, and it's very important to have uh, all of us have a rich voice. And, uh, of course, it's, it's very important to be... I really like to be first violin of a string quartet, of course. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I f- actually, I feel that I'm every, every rehearsal, every concert, I'm learning more and more. And uh, after this, of course, I would love to try to be conductor because this is a very, very good school to understand better the music. Uh, quartets are like little symphonies. Uh, not because it's m- less important, but we have just less instruments. But it's very, very important to, to as a musician, when I always recommend to young people to, to play in a string quartet. It's so beautiful to hear everyone play, everyone so agile and so nimble. I know you travel a lot. We saw online a, a notice that said, home for 12 hours, now on our way to the airport, <laughs> next stop, Oklahoma, for a one-week residency. Is there... Was that something you considered when you joined the quartet, that you would have to travel quite a bit? Um, I was really excited about that, mm. uh, especially because I just moved to the, this country two years ago, and to discover this, this country playing music is a wonderful way to, to know better this, this country, the United States. Well, just since January, the group's been to Maryland, Oklahoma, Michigan, New Jersey, North Carolina, Texas, Washington, D.C. at the National Gallery. And we're glad you included Utah on the list. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. This is your first time as an ensemble here to Utah? Yes, yes. Wonderful. This is our first Wonderful. time. So when you travel a lot, do you have to have, do you always have a bag of rosin and an extra bow? Or what do you have to do as a string player when you're um, traveling? Uh, for sure, more strings. Um, just in case. <laughs> do, you, do you have they break in performance? Uh, yes, yes, it happens. <laughs> okay, it's not a fun moment, but it's, it's, it happens. Very exciting, I'm sure. Let's not do that today. And maybe two two bows, two <laughs> bows. That's for sure. We need mm. two bows, and and that's it. 
Well, let's hear some more music from the quartet. Thank you. Next, we're going to be hearing a piece by a, a Venezuelan composer, lived till 1965, Juan Bautista Plaza. We'll be listening to Fuga Criolla, or the Creole Fugue.
Fuga Criolla, or Creole Fugue of Juan Bautista Plaza here on Highway 89. Today in the studio, we're listening to the Dali String Quartet, and we'll talk about the name in just a second. One of the violinists, Carlos Rubio. Carlos, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Pleasure. Did you always play the violin as a child? Did you start? Um, yes, I was around nine years old when I started uh, with, sorry, I'm just getting my breath. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Ooh, athletic yeah. event. You were all working very yeah. hard over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I was around uh, nine years old, nine, ten years old. Did you ha have, uh, were you exposed to a lot of playing, or how did you choose the violin? No, I just, just my parents were, uh, they were working in a place where they, they offer uh, music instruction, and I get just one more activity for, for me. You know, I was in <laughs> swimming, baseball, and then they just, okay, it's music, one more. Well, I'm glad they did. Yeah. A one re reviewer said, In the spirit of famed Spanish artist Salvador Dali, the Dali Quartet embraces the imagination and excellence as central to its art form. Are you all fans of Salvador Dali and his paintings? I guess so, yeah. I mean, when we uh, started the group in 2004, as Adriana mentioned, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many things about uh, Dali, you know, just such a unique character and his whole personality throughout all his life, his innovation, his painting. So somehow we try to recreate a little bit of that, I guess, you know, maybe in a little, in a different way, but with the music, you know, just bringing all these different rhythms and characters, you know, um, you know, salsa, merengue, tango, classical music. So just, just a whole spectrum of uh, um, diversity. So I guess that's one thing that uh, attracts to, 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 to the name. Um, as well as that, that 2004, um, he was born in 1904. So it was a big celebration being in Philadelphia. The, the art museum had a huge display of, of Dali. On your Facebook post, you do mention occasions like his birthday, the anniversary of his death, <laughs> other good. things like that. When I first heard the name of the quartet, I pictured you all drooped over your chair or your music stands like the famous painting with the watches, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad that's not the case. As far as imagination and creativity, how does a string quartet make itself sound unique while trying to be true to the music? I mean, if you put on a recording of your quartet, you could probably say, oh, that's us. What are you listening for? What makes your quartet sound unique? Um, again, the repertoire, I have to say, is a, is a, is a big plus. You know, the, the bringing all these new composers, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, even the traditional one like Villalobos and Ginastera, um, but uh, the, the, there's something about the Dali and, you know, I guess my colleagues is the, the emotion, the passion and, and, you know, just, we just, just, we gotta give it all, you know, it's just, we don't really hold back. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, I think that's a very unique thing about um, the Dali, that you can really even, um, I hope the audience are listening to that, but you can, I, I for sure, they can really feel all that energy and all that excitement and, and the, the we. I think we're going to feel yeah. it on this next one. <laughs> Carlos, thank you. Thank you. We're going to be hearing a, a tango. This is El Dia que me, que me Quieras, The Day You Love Me. This is a tango by an Argentine composer, Carlos Gardel, arranged by Aponte. So here is the Dali Quartet with this tango.
The Day You Love Me, Tango, El Dia Que Me Quieras by Carlos Gardel. We're listening to the Dali Quartet today. They're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They're in town as part of the Beethoven Festival of Park City's 30th anniversary celebrations. Again, congratulations to them for going for so long and providing so much great music. Now we'll listen to a piece by Paquito de Rivera, Cuban composer. This is Wapango.
By Cuban composer Paquito de Rivera, we listen to Wapango. Today, we're listening and visiting with the Dali Quartet on Highway 89. The cellist of the quartet, Jesus Morales, is also the professor of the Elite Strings program in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I understand that you come from a very musical family. Yes. Two composers, uh, a sister who's a conductor, a trombonist, a percussionist, a clarinetist. Were you just required to do music in your Pretty family? much. That was pretty much the expectation. Was cello your first instrument? Uh, no. I began with guitar when I was in fourth grade, but I think I probably had three lessons, and then our teacher uh, had to go on maternity leave, and then she never came back. So when I went to the music school in seventh grade, uh, as all of my siblings had done at the uh -huh. public music school, then I wanted to probably play percussion like my older brother. But my father suggested the cello, which I thought was fantastic. And not until recently did I realize that one of the other reasons why I really liked the cello was because that same percussionist brother, Rolando, also played the cello. He started out with that. So I had that sound in my head that I really, really found very mysterious and just lovely. Well, with the repertoire that you play, sometimes you get to do solo lines, and then other times, like on the tango, you had that dun-dun-dun-dun. You're almost the bass player. Right. So, it's, uh, it's very versatile because... Um, like you said, I have to play bass lines, a lot of rhythmic stuff, and suddenly in the middle of nowhere, I have to play a melody. So you have to always be ready on your toes to be able to change hats at, at all times. So th the other three members are Venezuela, and you're from Puerto Rico. So is there ever a conflict when there's a football game or soccer game? Or is <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how about choosing repertoire? Does everybody have their ideas, or how do you choose what you play? Well, fortunately, um, there is a very... We all have a lot of uh, composers that are friends of ours, living composers, and uh, a lot of arrangements of already uh, Latin music. So it's, I think it's usually pretty easy to determine what we need to play depending where we're performing. 
And now that we're choosing new repertoire, we're also doing a lot of the classical and popular sides of the music. So like, you know, they mentioned before, we'll be doing some Ginasteras, some Revueltas, but also some other uh, composers from Cuba, Puerto Rico, Venezuela. So we have a lot of choices. Well, tell us, uh, introduce this last piece, La Cumparsita. La Cumparsita is a very famous tango, but it's actually not from Argentina. It's from Uruguay. Mm. So this one um, is very famous. It's probably one of the most famous uh, tangos that people are used to. And I just found out recently, my friend Russ mentioned that um, it's actually the the theme song for Fernando's Hideaway. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, okay. so it's, you know I've only heard that played on the Wurlitzer organ So I'm really, I'm really <laughs> excited to hear it with the string quartet Let's have you take your place here We're going to hear uh, a, a much better version of this piece Than I've ever heard before I can guarantee that already La Cumparsita, The Little Parade From Gerardo Matos Rodriguez, Uruguayan composer And the arrangement is by Javier Montiel
We just heard a tango, La Cumparsita, or the Little Parade, performed for us here in studio by the musicians of the Dali Quartet. That brings us to the end of this edition of Highway 89. I have so enjoyed their confident ensemble work. I just totally relaxed. And their impeccable tuning. It's just beautiful to be in here and to see the live performance. The musicians are violinist Simone Golo, Go, Golo Goyo and Carlos Rubio, viola player Adriana Linares and cellist Jesus Morales. And I have to say, having only heard that on my grandma's church organ at home with the auto his, uh, Latin rhythm, I, I really enjoyed this. Let's just say that. Thank you, each of you, for coming and performing. We loved every minute of it. The Dali Quartet is in Utah for the 30th anniversary celebrations of the Beethoven Festival of Park City. You can learn more about the quartet's upcoming performances and projects online at daliquartet.com, D-A-L-I. We welcome your comments and questions by email to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite and our producer, Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>